in three, in two, in one. Hi, everybody. Tim Anderson here. Thank you for sitting down with me today to listen to this podcast. I appreciate it. We call this one USPAP and Sharp Saws. In speaking with appraisers all over the country, it's clear that everybody's volume is down. In some instances, this is as little as 10%, which might be nothing more than typical seasonal fluctuation. In some instances, however, volume is down by over 70%. This is a direct result of the Fed's increase in mortgage interest rates, which in turn raised first mortgage residential interest rates. From March of 2022 to October of 2022, interest rates went from approximately 3% to approximately 7%, an increase of over 100%. While in November of 2022, interest rates dropped slightly, they're still significantly higher than they were at the beginning of 2022. What I want to cover with you in this podcast is not necessarily the increase in interest rates. You're well aware of the effects that has. Rather, I want to talk to you about the slowdown in the number of orders you're receiving. Because of this, there's an increase in the free time that you have. Now is the opportunity to put that free time to proper use. How? By sharpening your saw. Let's see what old Mother Usepap has to say about this. In Standards Rule 1-1A, she makes it clear that an appraiser must, quote, be aware of, understand, and correctly employ those recognized methods and techniques that are necessary to produce credible assignment results, unquote. Then, in the comment, she also makes a point about staying abreast of what is happening out there in appraisal world. This is what she says, quote, Social change has also had an effect on appraisal theory and practice. To keep abreast of these changes and developments, the appraisal profession is constantly reviewing and revising appraisal methods and techniques and devising new methods and techniques to meet these circumstances. For this reason, it's not sufficient for appraisers to simply maintain their skills and the knowledge they possess when they become appraisers. Each appraiser must continuously improve his or her skills to remain proficient in real estate appraisal, unquote. So, there you have it. USPAP expects us to keep our saws sharp. Now, we all realize that when we're busy cutting down trees, it might be difficult to sharpen those saws. However, we also understand that a dull saw does not cut down as many trees in a workday as does a sharp saw. Therefore, it pays us to keep those saws sharp, clean, and ready. So, what can we appraisers do to make sure our saws are as sharp as possible and always ready to use? One step is to become as familiar as possible with the USPAP document itself. Because of the times we are in, this has become easier than the past. This facility comes from the fact that USPAP has not changed since 2020, and it will continue in its present format until the end of 2023. Thus, we don't have to worry about those pesky changes to USPAP every two years that were the norm in the past. In reality, when the appraiser is conversant with the definitions, the rules, and standards 1 and 2, that appraiser has USPAP pretty much mastered. 
If an appraiser has questions on how to apply or interpret USPAP, there are over 400 USPAP instructors in the United States who will be happy to answer those questions for you. Questions to USPAP instructors will educate you on the nuances of the USPAP document itself. However, knowledge of USPAP is but a basic tool of the appraiser. The appraiser must have more advanced tools, and those tools must be sharp, too. Further appraisal education is the key here. I'm not referring to continuing education. Rather, I'm referring to further education. Education over and above continuing education. Education more challenging than continuing education. For an example of education beyond mere continuing education, consider statistics. USPAP Standard Rule 1-4 requires the appraiser, quote, to collect, verify, and analyze all information necessary for credible assignment results, unquote. The key here is the word all. The only way to analyze a great deal of data quickly, reliably, and credibly is via the use of statistics. Much of the heavy lifting of statistics is done by computers. Therefore, there is not that much math to learn. Knowing how to calculate the mean, also known as the average, the median, which is that middle number in an array of numbers, and the mode, which is the most frequently repeated number in an array, is basic to the science of appraisal and very simple with a computer. In addition to these three, the appraiser needs to know how to calculate standard deviation. Again, the computer does all of these quite readily. Then, via the use of scatter plots, histograms, and so forth, all of which the computer will calculate and then draw, the appraiser can paint a picture of the data. From these pictures, it will be possible to discern both short-term and long-term market trends. Most MLS systems have more than enough data for you to use to analyze and calculate market trends. These data can be imported into any spreadsheet, which can then carry out these analyses. However, while the use of statistics is a sharp and powerful saw, many appraisers do not know how to use statistics to form a credible value opinion, thus the need for further education. Another saw that appraisers can sharpen is in writing the narrative portions of the appraisal report. We appraisers receive no formal training in written communication. This is unfortunate, since we appraisers communicate in writing every day for a living. The appraiser who writes clearly, concisely, and persuasively is the appraiser who receives few ROVs, because the logic and reasoning behind his or her value conclusion is clear and market-based. The clear, concise, and persuasive report contains very little boilerplate, and no CYA boilerplate at all. Further, when an appraiser writes clearly, concisely, and persuasively, that appraiser understands that words have meaning. Given the political times in which we find ourselves, some words which before were innocuous are now potentially biased or can be interpreted that way. For example, the use of the term master bedroom is now considered politically incorrect. Rather, to avoid this label, we should use terms such as the principal bedroom or the primary bedroom. We never use a term such as, quote, the subject is in a good neighborhood, unquote. The reason for this is that the word good is judgmental, something the GSEs admonish us to avoid. Besides, in the context of an appraisal or appraisal report, it has no meaning anyway. It communicates nothing since nobody has a clue what the components of a good neighborhood are. 
We are far better off summarizing for the client and the intended users those neighborhood amenities and attributes that make it attractive to the market. In this way, not only do we inform the client of those forces and their effects, but we also avoid the judgmental aspect, which many of our critics wrongly choose to interpret as bias. So, in summary, there you have it. Right now, times are slow for real estate appraisers. This is the time to sharpen your saw. Your saws, really. This is the time to discover weak points. Then, via education, training, and mentoring, turn them into strengths. Frankly, this may be a challenge. However, when times are slow, as they are now, it's easier to put in the effort required to master challenges. There are classes out there. There are mentors out there. They are not hard to find. Now, go sharpen your saw. You'll be glad you did. This is Tim Anderson, the Appraiser's Advocate. Thank you for listening today. I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If I can ever be of service to you, please get in touch with me, Tim, at theappraisersadvocate.com. It will be a pleasure to know you. It will be an honor to work with you. And until then, please let me extend my best to you and your families. And remember, are your professional fees high enough? <laughs>